In this devotional, I'm going to share with you three thoughts from Job chapter 16, verses 18 through 22, where I'll ask the question, why does Job plead for justice? Job chapter 16, verses 18 through 22 says, O earth, cover not my blood, and let my cry find no resting place. Even now, behold, my witness is in heaven, and he who testifies for me is on high. My friends scorn me, my eye pours out tears to God, that he would argue the case of a man with God, as a son of man does with his neighbor. For when a few years have come, I shall go the way from which I shall not return. Why does Job plead for justice? Well, because he thinks that he is the victim of injustice. He thinks that this entire circumstance that's befalling him is not fair. And because it's not fair, he wants to plead before God his case. And he starts to see that there is an opportunity for him to do so. He believes that there is an advocate, a witness for him, that would argue his case before the almighty creator of the universe. Job wants justice because he doesn't understand the nature of his suffering and how it brings about God's ultimate glory. So here are three thoughts from Job chapter 16, verses 18 through 22, answering the question, why does Job plead for justice? Thought number one, there is a witness. Job is stumbling onto something here. He is realizing something. He believes that there is a witness that will argue for him in the throne room of God. He seems to understand that there is an accuser that exists that can make a case for him before God. I don't think he understands that the witness that we have for us in heaven before God is the Son of God, Christ Jesus. I don't think that Job understands that, but he does seem to have this idea of a witness existing within God's throne room that argues for the creation. Thought number two, the witness argues. It isn't just that there is a witness who can say, oh, by the way, God, this feller Job here is getting a bad rap. But this witness argues the case of man before God. It is this witness who stands before God and says, this person is ultimately in the right. They have not been given justice and justice must be served to them. There is a witness that argues for him and Job is stumbling near the concept of Christ arguing on behalf of creation. Thought number three, time is limited. From Job's perspective, he recognizes that his time is limited on earth, that there is not much time for him to be vindicated before man here on earth. And this helps us to get a little bit more into the mindset of Job. He wants justice now. He wants justice in the immediate. He is not necessarily expressing a desire for justice in the life to come. No, he recognizes that his death is on the horizon. And as such, he wants justice here in this life. It might be that he doesn't understand that God's 
ultimate justice comes at the end of the age. It comes after the destruction and recreation of all that has been made. That ultimate justice is accomplished through what Christ has done. And it isn't something that everyone gets to experience in this life, but they might have to wait until the Lord's ultimate return. Since we have the pleasure of knowing this beforehand, we are in a better state than Job. We understand that ultimate justice will be done and has already been accomplished through Christ Jesus on the cross. These three thoughts come from the assigned reading of Job chapters 15 and 16. If you'd like to read through the Bible with me, you can do so by subscribing to this channel, by clicking on the link in the description, or by joining the Facebook group Through the Bible, where we are reading the text of Scripture together.